So today we're speaking to Karina. She is a doctor uh, from Venezuela who lives in Spain. And she tells us a bit about her experience being stuck at home with a young child. Yeah, just under two years. So if you have a kid yourself or thinking of getting one, maybe, you might want to stick around and, and hear some experiences before you make that purchase. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome. It's been so long. It has been. This is the isolation booth. My name's Anna. My name is Anaya. This is our second recording today. Yeah, there's not a lot to update. Today's Friday. We just released our Friday roundup. Hence, there's not much for us to update you with because we've already done it. And if you haven't listened to that episode yet, there's... It's on you, guys. It's out there. It's been out there now for three days because you're listening the, to this on Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> it's been a long day. Let Let's it out. get it over with. <laughs> Actually, something that we didn't talk about earlier um, that I wanted to mention, but I just forgot, is how social distancing is actually being... This, the distance that we're supposed to keep between people yeah. is being reconsidered. Uh, to maybe be reduced to one meter instead of two meters, which is causing like a ton of a headache for retailers that for the last three months, they've been kind of remapping their their shops and putting signs. And in so many places, you see like markings on the floor, you know, one person stand here, the next person stand over there. Like it's been a whole infrastructure redesign to allow for the two meter distance. And now the government is like, one meter will do. (laughs) And also it turns out that all the money that a lot of the shops were using or a lot of uh, businesses were using is actually taxpayers' money. The government gave money so that they could think of all of these redesigning of signage and posting and all of these. And, And now it's like, oh no, we might be scrapping it off. What a waste. I mean, also, why not just keep the two meter distance that is already in place? What uh, difference does it make? I, yeah. know, I mean, some were arguing uh, in favor of it because it's supposed to then obviously allow for more people in one shop and it, it, it helps business, but okay. it's so much money wasted. It's, I, I don't understand what the hell they're doing. They oh, wow. That's a good I guess start. It's, yeah. I, I guess none of this is very surprising. Uh, I mean, we've witnessed it before, particularly in in the UK. It's just all been kind of made up on the spot. And so, you know, it's normal to just suddenly change your mind. And yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so I think markets are opening again as well, aren't they now? Because I was just chatting to someone about their weekend plans and all, like, oh, you know, and then we're going to go to this little outdoor market and then we're going to get some pints at the pub to take away and then... Um, well, I would have thought so. I mean, if, if sh- uh, retailers are opening, which are enclosed and potentially they don't have as good ventilation, I don't see why an uh, open-air market yeah. should be open. However, street markets will be more difficult to 
control the amount of people attend, right? Well, exactly. And the problem is that essentially, especially because they have been closed for a long time, uh, they turn into just a small weekend festival. Really. Well, they will attract even more crowds, especially if, any, if everything else is potentially still closed. Yeah, then. exactly. I mean, we already had it. Like, you and me have um, randomly go for cycles on the weekends and we, we've seen it outside pubs and bars. That there's literally queues. And yeah, people do try to keep the distance, but the busier it gets, the more difficult it gets. And not everyone is also actually bothering at all. Um, shall we call our guest? Let's do it. All right. Um, Hello. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Not too bad. How are you? <laughs> this is a good start. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, let me introduce you to Anna, my co-host, and Karina. Anna, Anna. Hello, hello. Hi, Anna. <laughs> Nice to meet you. You too. <laughs> Over this very strange way. Yes. This is the yes, new way. Yes. Yeah. A little. <laughs> but now everything is online, so. True. Yeah, exactly. So usually we let people uh, or guests to introduce themselves a little bit. So if you want to give us your name and tell us where you are and what you do. Yes. Well, uh, my name is Karina. I live in Spain. I am a doctor, but uh, now I'm not uh, working with patients. I'm working in the office as medical advisor. And, well, <laughs> I don't know what else. Well, uh, I, hear, I hear in the latest news that you're also a mom. Yes, I am also a mom. <laughs> I have a, a child. Uh, he's almost two years, well, one and a half. And he's my life. <laughs> <laughs> he's everything. I'm sure. And I am living, I'm, I'm actually from Venezuela. I live in Spain since 2010. And well, that's my introduction. <laughs> in a nutshell. <laughs> in a nutshell. Um, so tell us a little bit how, I mean, I, you just mentioned that you're working from home. How long have you been working from yes. home? And is it is this because of the pandemic or has this been in place? Before? Yes. Because of the pandemic, I I've been working from home. Actually, when started isolation, actually, in 14th of March, I think it was the date. So uh, I have now like three months working from home. And well, now we start to going outside, but since two weeks or something. Right. So you literally didn't leave your home for nearly three months or were you just living it for yes. the minimum grocery no, shopping? I used to order from internet, actually. Right. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I, I was literally in my home without going out like three weeks. And sometimes I used to go to the um, to the shop, but it's not. It, it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't common, and I actually didn't want to go outside. Sure. Because I think it was dangerous. Yeah. yeah. May I ask where you are in Spain? In Madrid. Okay. 
And so how things What's, started over there? I mean, it, it sounds like we, you guys pretty much started the same as us, actually. I think we were starting somewhere around mid-March as well when we started isolating. And then the lockdown came into place at the end of March. Mm. Yes. Mm, well, um, maybe it started before, but never we, we didn't uh, see it. Uh, we, we thought maybe it was very far away from here. Yeah. Uh, but suddenly uh, the, ca the cases start rising and, okay, this is uncontrolled. So people, every, everybody go home and yeah. start the isolation. And how has it been was, from the medical point of view? How have you seen the response from the Spanish authorities? I don't know if uh, the hospital where you work at is, is straight away implemented any rules or if it was maybe slow? I don't know. I think no, nobody was prepared for this thing. I, I think no one was going to be prepared, this government or another, because this is really new. Well, new in, in this time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think all the professionals from hospital, they, they did everything. They gave everything. They were working like, I don't know, 12 hours a day for six days per week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think everybody did what they could. Yeah. So uh, obviously you coming, uh, you being a doctor yourself and coming from that profession, I imagine you, you have some some more interesting sort of insights and also how, how did you feel? Because as I gathered you, I mean, you weren't actually out there because you'd been working in an in an office rather than kind of you know, not at A&E or in some other kind of capacity like that. So yeah. how, how did you feel about that? Actually, my partner, he is working with patients. He is a doctor in an intensive care unit. And he was, of course, in the first line. Mm -hmm. um, it was very tough because not only physically, but actually also mentally, because you have to see a lot of patients in conditions that... They were, they, they couldn't breathe and they were like one in another and another and another without rest. And yeah. of course he, he just got home tired and not only physically, but as I said, uh, mentally. Yeah, I'm sure. I wanted to go to see patients, but with my child was, if uh, my partner, he got sick, someone who doesn't have the infection needs to see the the needs to look after my child of course so i decided to stay home and i think it was the best uh decision that i that i could uh, possibly make yeah i mean i imagine even then it must have been quite quite worrying um because he was still going you know being going in and out of hospital and then going back home yeah, of and course. Of course and there's he some was risk involved in that as well. He was isolated. He was isolated in the other room. Okay. Right. Wow. And once he got home, he used to take off all your all the clothes and and go to the shower. And he was actually with the face covered in the house. Oh just, right. He he didn't have he didn't have uh, any symptoms, but just to be. I don't know, to be sure that all in all that the baby didn't get the infection. Yeah, the, the exposure. Wow, that must have been 
really really strange and really tough yeah, yeah I know and, and probably still is in a way as well sorry sorry if you wanted to ask something I just imagine because we're always talk- we always feel like we're talking about this in very past tense already but I mean it's still it's still going yes, on isn't it's, it's still still going on of course I think it's a little control now but uh it's not gone yeah <laughs> it's still there and I, I really, my, my main concern in this regard that this is that the cases start to increase again. Now that it's, it seems controlled, but people, you see people outside without the face um, cover. And I don't know, people in the restaurants, uh, well, I don't know. I hope this don't uh, get uncontrolled again. Yeah. So really restaurants are open, people are in there. Shops are open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, in the shops they 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 take the precautions. They uh, everybody needs to have uh, gloves and and hair and alcohol for for the hand hygiene. But I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe I'm scared just because all of the time that has been this uncontrolled infection. Yeah, yeah, and I mean you've have you've seen it uh, much more closely than other people, I suppose, because you know yeah. because of your job, your job, and and your husband, and so I guess yeah, it's been a bit more in your face. I guess it <laughs> becomes more much yeah. more realistic yeah. <laughs> when uh, you see not just numbers in the uh, you know updates in the news, but you're actually seeing faces, or you your husband comes and tells you about what's going on in hospitals or whatever, and yeah, and. Uh, I actually, uh, my best friends, they are also uh, doctors and they work in infectious department, infectious right. disease department. So I have all the <laughs> all the information uh, on the first hand. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, so, <laughs> so tell us all about it. Yeah, prompts, prompt some questions straight away if you have any insights about... Um, yeah, uh, your perspective or your your friends' perspectives. How how this is gonna gonna go on? And I think it would be a, a really good for listeners to hear from a doctor what they would like us to do in order to really take it more seriously and prevent a second spike in the contagion. Yeah. Well, the first thing is is that as you said, take it. Uh, seriously because in the first moment also I have some friends from Italy they they as we in Spain didn't take it seriously yeah. at first time so uh, it is serious uh, we used to hear that oh no it's only for uh, older people and people with diseases previously this yeah. diagnosed mm. uh, and the first thing that is not uh, a point. They are people also, okay? Yeah. You, yeah. you cannot uh, say, well, yeah. Oh, well, it's only for the um, the older and that, okay, come on, you have to take care because they are also people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, this, and the second thing, I think the, the most important thing to prevent the disease is the personal um, uh, space, you know, right. the distance yeah. that you take from people and the hand hygiene. Because the, the glove thing, you, you can, uh, you're not, if you're not used to wearing uh, gloves, use, uh, yes, wearing gloves, 
you used to take your phone and take your yeah. and, and touch your face exactly. with the same gloves. So you have this contamination. You have this this. If you're not used to, it's not practical. Yeah. But the hands. The hand hygiene is the, the most important thing, I think. Um, just yeah. l let me confirm, because I know that there was a little bit of uh, debate or misunderstandings of like the alcohol that we use or the gel that we use, it has to be at least 60% alcohol, otherwise is essentially useless. Yes, of course. Right. 70%, I, I, I said. Cool. 70% because... and more. Right. Yeah, no, because I think, unfortunately, the, the, the stuff that we get in sort of over-the-counter in pharmacies, I, I think it's like, 20 or 10 percent alcohol so oh, it's, really? yeah it's not uh that that's not work yeah i know that that that, that, that is not working yeah i know <laughs> that only smells something this is smell but yeah it's, it's just not, it's not working it's a placebo more than actually working <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure like placebo you, 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 you work can. in this case yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure is uh, I think there was a uh, some law coming in into England a few years back. Unfortunately, some people were drinking the gel uh, in order to obtain alcohol. Oh come on! So they <laughs> they had to they had to reduce the the uh, level uh, the alcohol level. Well, oh wow! I I've okay. seen some news from United States that, that people maybe are doing some crazy stuff like that. Well, Trump was suggesting some bleaching, right? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I think I read something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, I think it ha it has been challenging all, all this time. Yeah. I know. But, uh, how, how has it been working? I mean, having having a kid now, essentially a toddler. How how does it uh, work? Like being indoors with a kid, twenty four seven. Well, uh that's why I think it was it has been challenging because my previous routine was that I went to the office and my mom used to look after, after my child and when I was back home I used to play with him feed him and then I got to sleep and stuff and suddenly uh, my partner was working 12 hours a day six days per week and I couldn't go to the office but well still work from home yeah and as it was risky for my mom to go outside, gone. Uh, of course, it was better for her to stay uh, in her home. Yeah, in her own space. In her own space, of course. And well, of course, then I was looking after my child twenty four seven for two months, without going outside to the park and well, trying to focus at the same time in the meetings, and also try to have. A little clean the house, you know. Mm -hmm. I I try to to not be covered with garbage, <laughs> <laughs> and and of course try not to lose my mind because it was yeah difficult. <laughs> I'm sure it was. But I think one of the main things that I could do for not to lose my mind was have a routine. You know, my child as every every child. He has a routine. He has one time to to sleep, to take a nap, to have a nap, to uh, play, to eat. So it 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 maintain all all my mind going and and working on this stuff. Did you come up with any activities that you might carry on after? Uh, you know, after lockdown or after this pandemic finishes, is there anything that you think you you might keep doing? Well, I, I start online courses. Right. 
uh, like how to speak in public, as I, you can see, it's not working. <laughs> uh, well, you did. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, I think it's, it's just fine and now you only got it started so don't yeah. worry like uh, as you can see it's not working so <laughs> uh, how to do some clouds because I have a machine right <laughs> okay like some sewing mm -hmm. and well I don't know I think as it is online it's, uh, it has an application so I can continue it but the weirdest thing is that I now I don't want to go outside now that I can Yeah, of course. Oh, that's okay. That's really interesting. Why? Why do you think that is? Is that because you're still part of you is still worried about going outside, or because you're just so yes. used to this routine that you set up for yourself in the indoors that that's just what you do now? Or I don't know. It could be. It could be both because I I'm afraid to to get the infection, of course. But I think the most important thing is that I just got used to being here, so. Not uncomfortable here, <laughs> yeah. And to be outside, no, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't feel like I have that energy to go outside. Maybe I'm just not. I don't know, crazy or. No, I mean, yeah. it, no, it, it's completely understanding. Totally. Uh, it's understandable. I think I have the same. I Anna has to drag me out of the flat at least twice a week <laughs> because I'm the one. Like, I could stay here for days and days without going out. And Anna has to drag me out. I was like, no, we gotta go for a walk. Yeah, I mean, um, sometimes it's literally dragging. I'm literally, no, no, you are coming with yeah, me this time because, because you have not left. I think is that yeah. Sometimes you have to to force it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think is that the more time I spend in here, the more I can get used to it. Yeah. The, the more I dislike the idea of going out. So I, com I completely relate. I, I totally understand why you don't want to go out. Yeah. And even me, although I am the one that does go out more generally, I think I have also become much more indoor bound still. And even though now there's no real reason, you know, it's not as restricted, I could mm. be spending much more time outside. And in fact, I'm not, I'm not. I mean, partly that is because, you know, I am also still in a full-time job and I'm working during the week. But it's, yeah, it is that we are creatures of habits i think as well and also i think this this the thing you said about the energy levels i think that's a really big one for me as well mm. that i felt because of these past couple of months here my energy levels have just completely dropped you know life has slowed down so yeah. much that i just yeah a lot of the times but, i felt like oh i could go outside but i don't really feel i've got the energy for but it but i know that energy doesn't come out from i mean you have to start yes without yeah. energy and then the energy start to to circulate exactly yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that you know but not even to to buy things i i prefer to buy in amazon yeah <laughs> no just for even walks, when the shops yeah. are are open or at least half open but i just prefer to buy in amazon yeah There is a convenience to it, although we should really support our local businesses if we yeah. can. Yes, yes, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> not, I not, know. Not, not, preaching, not preaching anything, just saying. <laughs> I know, I know. I can also work out outside, so I can, I don't know, to run. Yeah. But I just prefer to stay home. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. How I, I hope uh, this, this path... Sometime. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that was going to be my next question. If you have any sort of insights, um, especially if you say you've got friends working in sort of infectious disease apartments or so on, apartments, departments. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, is it the vaccine that's going to really, at the end of the day, um, solve this or what? what's your prediction? But I think uh, this is going to be controlled uh, in any time we can have a vaccine. I don't know when, maybe not so soon. But I think, I hope that people understand that um, we are vulnerable. Yeah. We can have a, an infection and not because you are young, everything is going to be fine, of course. And I know people uh, have lost a lot of um, uh, relatives. Yes, this is going to be something to make you think about your life and how to keep going and, and love your people. Yeah. Because suddenly you can lose them. Yeah, yeah I think it definitely has shown really how vulnerable we are as a species it doesn't matter which country you're in and whether your government uh, responded fine or not just generally like a virus and it's, it's literally uh, causing chaos it's just pointing out that actually all this feeling of greatness that we tend to have um is actually pretty easy to tumble yes of mm. course you, you think no, no nothing can touch you because because you, you you are able to fight everything, yeah. but actually we don't. <laughs> yeah. Not everything. Mm. Yeah. And, and I think like you say, I think it's also very true about this, you know, loving your people, also just figuring out, sort of reevaluating what's actually really important, I think. Yeah. With your husband still going to hospital, has his has have his hours been reduced? Is he still on six hours a day, uh, a week? Six sorry, six days uh, per week? Or yes, now is, is he, slowing down he a little bit. Has reduced. Yes, yes. And it, I think it's good for his um, health. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And not because only for him, because I know uh, all the people working. In the first line, they they have these these worries and they are tired, of course. Yeah, of course, they must be exhausted. Yes, yes, it has been very hard. I was also gonna ask about uh, your son. If has this affected, like the fact that obviously your husband is out all day, uh, has is your son realizing? Does he kind of starts wondering where that is or? Also with him wearing yeah. a mask at home, you said, and yeah. Uh, yes, um, I think all the sh children, they, they, they can realize everything more than we think. Yeah. And when uh, Aaron came, uh, came home with the mask, uh, he didn't used to be close and... With all these two months, um, my son used to be just by my side every day. Right. So it was a little weird for him. And actually, he didn't want to play not even far right. with uh, his dad. So I know it was, it was sad. Yeah. But I think the memory in the children, maybe 
I am trusting that uh, with the time he just forget all this yeah. thing and and he will and, readapt. Children do do adapt yes. quite quickly. I think yes. in general. And now now that he's not with the mask and now he's playing with him and like everything is trying to back to uh, normal. Yeah, catching up, making up for the loss of time. Yes, and I'm I'm trying to have some time for myself <laughs> sure yeah i'm sure there's, there's there's a lot of catching up with everyone like you need uh, some time alone he needs a lot of, a lot of time with the baby he needs a lot of sleep as yes, well yes for sure <laughs> for sure yeah for sure me and anna were chatting like a few days ago and we were wondering whether now society is gonna go into this hyper hygienic state of mind which really is probably not the best thing to do I know that maybe uh, these um, measures that we are taking uh, are going to stop in some time because people just forget it maybe now because it's, it's too recent. But um, I know people are going back to normal. Yeah. I mean, maybe at least this sort of washing your hands more regularly, or you know, these like kind of little I things. Maybe so. that will I hope stay. So, and yeah, yeah. I remember where washing my hands was just part of my training as a care assistant, but now everyone knows how to wash their hands. Like I don't feel special anymore. Like how to wash them properly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you you don't have your special thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, I, it doesn't happen to be a special knowledge anymore. Now everyone does it. <laughs> oh, they've taken it away from me. I know. The one thing I could do differently. Yeah. If this, if this uh, I don't know, if the cases don't increase, people are going back to, back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> And do you know how things are in Venezuela? To be honest, we, we barely get any news from Latin America. Obviously, I'm informed uh, from Mexico uh, through my family, uh, but obviously I get like the minimum updates. Yes, but uh, we actually don't know. Right. Um, if you, but the thing is, if you don't perform some tests, you are not going to be diagnosed. So it doesn't mean that you don't have the infection. Yeah but just that you don't have the diagnosis. And as the public health in my country, Venezuela, is so chaotic now, um, I can be sure that the information could be accurate. Right. So I don't know. Uh, When in Brazil there were like an increase in the cases, but in Venezuela you don't have that many being in one side right yes so that that's i don't know that it doesn't it doesn't have any sense it doesn't make any sense yeah well i would have thought that if they're not making it if they're not testing people it's not that they don't have the cases they're just not being recorded yes of course uh you you cannot trust with the uh, numbers and and well i don't want to go a lot uh with this topic but in Venezuela if you don't have not even water to wash your hands so how could it be the hygiene measures done yeah they, 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 you cannot apply them if you don't have the resources to apply them yes you cannot yeah. of course may I ask do you have some like family over there still so is it can you do you at least have some sort of anecdotal sort of no um, yeah I, I, I have family there Mm-hmm. I still have family there, but most of the most of my family is here. Okay. Not in Madrid, but in Spain. Well, 
they don't used to go outside that much, not even before the pandemic. Yeah. Because the political situation over there. Yes, and because you don't have um, public transportation and you don't have uh, oil. Yeah. Being an oil country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But as I say, I don't want to go no, at, no, inside no, no, we don't that have to. topic because we can and we can stay for hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Talking about politics is <laughs> dangerous territory. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Okay, I think we are approaching towards the end of our phone call, unless Anna has got another question, I think. Well, we do have one very important question we still have to ask. There you go. <laughs> this is this is the final question that we ask to every oh my one God. of our guests. Uh, I don't know if you have... Oh my God, no, no. <laughs> I think she knows what's coming already, it sounds like. Oh no, I don't know. Um, if no, you... come on. <laughs> shit, shit. <laughs> no, my my course. I haven't finished my. I haven't finished my finished my course of public. Um, public speaking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, but we're helping as you, you get, as you can realize. <laughs> but we're helping you to like be the better one in the class. So by the time you get into the next class, you're like, I was on a live show in, so, in yes. the level in the level. Uh, po- 0.5 <laughs> not, even, not even in the first level <laughs> we'll take you there we'll take you there <laughs> so um, drum roll the, if you have listened to this this podcast before perhaps you will know what's coming but basically this is the question that we ask to all our guests um, traditionally um, and it is about a particular isolation song that you maybe have so it could be a song that you just have been listening to regularly you're listening to at the moment something that kind of brightens up your day when you're you know locked inside or something that just kind of reminds you of these times so you feel like it's quite relevant uh well i do have one but it's not uh it's not exactly a song that cheers you up Actually, maybe you can you can go down. <laughs> okay, that's okay. But I was list I was listening a lot. Uh, I don't know because it was in the moment that I like it. Uh, it was the shallow for uh, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. All right. Oh, all right. Admittedly, I avoided that film. <laughs> yeah, no, but the song was good. I think it right. was good, and I was listening a lot. But as I said, it doesn't cheer you up, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, as I said, we avoided the film, and I don't know what the song goes. Like, no idea. So I no think... idea. I never heard of it, so... And because of rights, I, we cannot play it here, so you might have to sing it a little bit for us. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> you get extra Come points on. for your public uh, speaking, yeah, exactly. of course, I, I, if you do some public so singing. Sorry. I think I'm going to quit, of course, the, the course, because as you can see, I, I, I'm i not, uh, no, I'm not going to sing. <laughs> no, you're not quitting because of that. No, no. <laughs> um, so you could also no, hum I, it I, or whistle it. You can whistle you it. If you don't know the lyrics, no, please come on. <laughs> okay, okay. I sing, I sing ugly. <laughs> okay, but don't quit your course. I don't want you no. to quit because we call you. I mean, because this... I need it. <laughs> <laughs> don't quit your course because you need it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Oh. I mean, any any which way we say it, it's gonna be wrong. So yeah. <laughs> if we say you you need it, then that's why. If we say you don't need it, then yeah, you know, it's also yeah, wrong. Yeah. I'll be more you know, even even more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot for taking a call. Thank Sorry, you we're much. making you quit your course. <laughs> Uh, thanks a lot to you for the invitation. I really enjoyed, and uh, we need to catch up more often. Yes, yes. Remember, if you if you leave me alone, you know I can multiply. <laughs> yeah, you do. I mean, last time I saw you, it was just two of you guys, and now there's three of you. <laughs> so don't yeah. leave me alone. All right. <laughs> okay. Take care. So, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you, Dana. Thank you, Anna. Thank you. Bye. 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 Uh, shall we take a quick break? Sure. Oh, yeah. Also, so we went on a break and I just wanted to double check that I wasn't talking out of my bum. So the first thing she did is ran to the, where it was, bathroom or somewhere to fetch the hand gel. Yes. And I'm not retracting fully, though. I'm just saying that it turns out that there's some gels out there with 70% alcohol. Um, we happen to have one. But I'm pretty sure I'm not making it up. At some point, they were talking out of the market because people were drinking it. Uh, and I know because it turned out that only carers and only people in the healthcare sector could get it if it was any higher than uh, 30 or whatever, 40%. The one we have, though, is 70%, so I don't know when that changed. Yeah. So, yes, you might I just want to go check yours. There might be different varieties out there. Yeah. Um, that was fun. Yeah, no, it was interesting. We um, hadn't actually heard from anyone from the medical profession, I don't think. Uh, it's so. the first medical uh, professional that we have as guest and also is the first person that we speak to from Spain. From Spain, exactly. Uh, and sidebarding out of Venezuela, although we didn't get a lot of info. Re- slightly reluctantly, yeah. Yeah, uh, fair enough. I think, totally you know, enough. like if anyone has looked into politics in Venezuela, they know that they're not at their best and... Uh, I would understand if it's not something nice to talk about. No. Do you have anything else? No, as I say, we, we did our roundup this morning. I don't have much. Although, I was just thinking of uh, Karina and Aaron, her husband, and the baby, which actually we, I don't think we got the name. Shame um, on us. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things that I guess we have thought about it, how it might affect the dynamics of family but I didn't consider that the two of them were doctors mm. and I don't know I guess in a way it's good that the the kid is young because yes as, as Karina said he's probably gonna forget uh, the details of the distance in between him and his dad and the masks and all of these but uh, I wonder uh, a slightly older kid how would that impact in in the long term yeah, but I think, uh, okay, I'm not even going to pretend I know anything about childhood development, <laughs> but I suppose I could imagine that at that age, what did she say, one, two years old, like you yeah, do, just under two. if you, uh, maybe you can be a little bit clingy to your mum anyway, and you also can get this sort of fear of strangers. So if the dad's never about and the mum is really the only person there... That's, that's my point. You but, know. you know, if, if the pandemic hadn't happened, like that wouldn't be considered a stranger. Obviously, like this thing is literally taking essential time uh, between the kid and the dad. Yeah, I mean, no, that's, that's obviously very sad. Um, I think what I just meant to say is maybe if the kid is a bit older, that wouldn't be as pronounced. I don't know. Maybe. 
that, that I'm curious. Um, obviously, I don't know. I'm just. I'm literally just asking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Neither really. I don't really about expect, this. So. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, maybe we should get a kid and see what happens. <laughs> should we not? No, no. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> kidding? Are you? Yes. But <laughs> but yeah. Um. Anyway, maybe maybe we should drop it up before we get into any other. Yeah, I think this is with like kids. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Social media. Um, you could email us at isolationboothpod at gmail.com. Right. So Instagram account at isolationboothpod and Twitter at isolationbooth and the Facebook page the isolation booth. Uh, so write to us guys, uh, subscribe, follow us, share the episodes. Tell us if you want to be a guest on the show. Do that would be lovely. We'd love to talk to you. Do let us know. And uh, wash your hands. Happy isolation. Bye. Bye.